Ah, do you wish there was something better to listen to on that awful commute to work or that tedious temper tantrum filled school run? Look no further and listen to a game of two halves. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of a game of two halves. Can you believe we've reached episode 10 already? Well, we have had a break. Already, I was going to say. Already. <laughs> In two days. So, how do you think the last nine episodes have gone? Do you Are you feeling that you've... I mean, I know I'm trashing you in Kirsty versus Dylan, but... Oh, my God. The end of last one. Oh, you're just nine points behind. I'm trashing you. Well, it's not. I wouldn't really say I'm trashing you, but I am quite... I am ahead of you. Okay. But that could all change. <laughs> it could. Because as you know... It will. Historically, I'm not that great at quizzes and trivia, so... And I am a font of useless knowledge. Useless shite, yes. Yes. So, anyway, a game of two halves is me, Dylan, and... Me, Kirsty. And we talk about random shit, to be honest, and we do quizzes and trivia, and we hope you like it. And we try and put a smile on your face, that's what we're here for. Yes, even though we're normally at each other's throats and disagree constantly, like... The previous episode where, you know, this woman complained about seeded loaf. Long rant about that. Long disagreement. Do you really want us to get into it again? <laughs> there is currently a poll going on as well, so if you could please answer that. Yes. <laughs> if if you were going to complain about an item that was branded, would you go to the shop that you bought it from that are not affiliated with the brand? Or would you go straight to the manufacturer? All will be revealed shortly. And this is your last chance as well to guess the noise. And the noise is... Not this, but this is the introduction, so just to warn you, because Kirsty thought this was the noise last time. Yeah, I got excited. Because she's stupid. I'm not stupid. Rude. What's that noise? What's that sound? And here it is. And here it is again. So if you'd like to guess that, get your entries in on Twitter at Geo2Halves and Facebook, all the good stuff as well. So Kirsty, if there's nothing else you'd like to say, would you like to get on with? I would like to spill the wheel of what? Wheel of what? Kirsty versus your turn to spin the wheel. So I shall spin the wheel. Give it a good whack. Do, 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 do. Oh my god. Searchy McSearchface. That is one of my favourites. I do like a bit of Searchy McSearchface. If I am being honest. Turn it up now! Searchy McSearchface. So, the rules of Searchy McSearchface. Kirsty, would you like to read out the Searchy McSearchface rules on your screen in front of you? Yes, just give me a moment. So, points mean prizes. Um, you will be given a random search term along with search term. It will display the average monthly searches. You need to guess whether the next displayed search item um, will receive a higher or lower amount of average monthly searches. For each correct answer, you will win one point. For each fifth correct answer in a row, you will win an additional one point. You will receive three lives. Once you give an incorrect ans- answer, you will lose a life. Once all lives have gone, it's the end of the game and it's the next person's turn. 
Questions will be asked until no lives remain. Therefore, there's potential that you could win thousands of points. Uh, you can either buy one skip or an extra life per game per show. If you buy a skip or an extra life, it will cost you one point, which will be deducted from your overall points total from all games across the show. If you have zero points, you cannot buy anything. Skips and lives do not transfer over to other games or rounds. So there is only nine points between us, with me in the lead of 148 and Kirsty lagging behind, unfortunately, with 137 but all could change, all could change, and it has changed quite quickly. I did start this season of shows lagging behind until recently. I think it was actually Searchy McSearchface that put us probably in, uh, <laughs> in the lead. Probably. How rude are you? Well, I'm you really masterful. got at it and it really No, it, it just depends. It depends. So I asked the questions last time. I was the quiz master last time. So Kirsty... Would you like to go first and ask me the questions? Yes, I'm just getting this up for you now. So, right, Cornflakes has 135,000 monthly searches. The Shawshank Redemption has higher or lower. I hate ones like this because as much as the Shawshank Redemption was a really popular film, mm-hmm. it's old yeah. So how many people are actually looking for it now? I'm gonna right, go. Actively. I'm gonna go lower. Nope. It had five hundred and fifty thousand. Okay. Oh, okay. The Rolling Stones has one hundred and sixty-five thousand. Revenge porn has higher or lower? <laughs> lower. I hope it's lower. Oh my god! Like two hundred and one thousand. Got one life left. This is going so badly. American History X has 301,000. Duran Duran, higher or lower? Higher. No! <laughs> oh my God. You got no points. Wow. That was... Wow. That was just... Wow. Okay. So I... That's, that is absolutely shocking. Anyway, are you ready to take your turn, Kirsty? You could yep. quite easily catch me up now. Yes. <laughs> So Spina Bifida has 301,000 average monthly searches. Does Karate have higher or lower than that? Higher. You see higher? There's your first point. So Karate had 550,000 average monthly searches. Does Fate have higher or lower? Hmm. I'm not sure. Um, I'm going to go for higher. Yes. Chris Brown, higher or lower than Fate? He's not that popular anymore, but... Gonna go lower? No, higher. He's not that popular. He has (laughs) 1,830,000 average monthly searches. Versus American Express, higher or lower? Mm, That's quite a big brand, isn't it? Higher. Higher, you see. Ooh, 6,120,000 versus air pollution. Lower. 246,000 versus free to be. Tibet. Tibet. I know, I always say that wrong. <laughs> Free Tibet. I'm hoping not, but lower. Yep. 14,800 versus Sniggers. Higher. Everyone loves the Sniggers. 301,000, not as high as I thought that would be, actually. Versus Cinema Paradiso. Never heard of it. Lower. Lower, you see. Correct. 135,000 versus Prostate Cancer. Hmm. I'm not sure. Higher? So prostate cancer higher. 
Yep, 368,000 versus gold. Higher. Yeah, 1,220,000 versus General Electric. Lower? Yep, General Electric has 246,000 versus the Lockerbie bombing. Higher or lower? Lower. Yep, 9,900 versus Michael Flynn. I don't know who he is, but he looks relatively important, so higher. Yeah. 368,000, that is correct, versus Abraham Lincoln. Higher. Abraham Lincoln's higher. That's correct. 823,000 versus Ray Charles. Lower. Yep, 301,000 versus... uh, Sorry, 301,000 for Ray Charles versus slavery. Is slavery higher or lower? I don't know. Higher. Oh, there's your first life gone. You're... Bloody... (laughs) So, slavery had... For 246,000 versus Nigel Mansell. Higher or lower? Higher. Oh, on your last life. And we have cereal has 246,000 versus condoms. Higher or lower? Higher. So you're saying condoms is higher. Just 301,000. Even question. Versus the Boker or the Boker Juniors. Higher or lower? Lower. Oh my god. So there's your lives over. Would you like to buy a life or are you happy with your points? No, I'm way happy with my points. Okay, how many do you have? I have um, 16 normal points and then 3 bonus points, so, so 19. 19. So what's your total? 137 plus 19. 1, 5, 6. So now you are... I had one for it. Yes, and so, you've got nothing. So now you are eight points ahead of me. See how it can all change like that? Searchy McSearch face. Oh. That's your game as well. Well, I know, but th- them were really hard. Yours were really easy. I, I would have went exactly the way you would have. So if I had that set of questions, I would be the one with 16. And you probably would be on zero. So... It can all change. I bet you're buzzing now. Yes. <laughs> so would, I'm whooping your ass. Did you do as well as Kirsty at home? Because she did get a few wrong. If that was me as well. I'm that... sorry. Who got... We both got the same amount wrong. Yes, I understand that. But mine were particularly difficult. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> So what's occurring in Kirsty's me time today? Well, so last time we spoke about Great British Bake Off. And I just basically wanted to talk a little bit more about that. So, um, Cake Week was last week. um, And just basically wanted to... It wasn't last week, it was two weeks ago. Oh, sorry. Two weeks ago. Um, Yeah, so the first um, challenge is the signature challenge. So they've got to make something uh, of their their choosing, basically. Um, The challenge was a fruitcake. So they had to make any fruitcake they liked. It had to have lots of fruit in it. uh, And the judges then had to, to taste it. Yes. Uh, then the technical challenge was six identical angel cake slices made of three layers of Genoese sponge with every layer a different colour and flavour sandwiched between a smooth Italian meringue buttercream. 
The cakes must then be topped with icing and finished off with a feathered design. So that's the one where they bake blind. They don't know what it's going to be. They did look nice, mind I like them. Some of them did. Some of them looked like slop. No, I mean the ones that Prue made. Well, oh, apparently yes. made. <laughs> but everybody knows the shop bought. And then the showstopper was to create the birthday cake you dreamt of as a child. And you had four hours to do that. So, Helena and Amelia did really well in the signature challenge. Um, They were inspired by Halloween and Christmas. So, a lot of the cakes were, because they were fruit cakes, they were sort of Christmas cake kind of feel, weren't there? Then, when it came to the technical, everyone seemed to really have a problem, didn't there? There wasn't many that did very well. Apart from me, I was following on at home and I did perfectly well. With Genoese sponge, um, it's a really thin light sponge um it's all about the air it is it's got to be really light and if they overbeat the mixture then it becomes quite rubbery and uh yeah a lot of them Um, overbeat the mixture and mine is always perfect absolutely i've never Uh, made it before in my life uh, and then the signature cakes most to be to be fair pretty much all of the signature cakes were really good yeah, they were great. I did like them. Look at them, looked awesome. I could eat every one of them. Yeah, like there was a jungle one that had like a waterfall. There was um there was a um oh what do you mean? what was it called? The, the, all of them were great, really some of them were a bit sloppy, but they were all like really imaginative, I thought. Oh, I like the I like the snake one, that was particularly good. Yes. Yeah, with the jelly snakes inside. Yes, that was cool. Yeah, so Michelle got Star Baker, so she was she's the the Welsh Welsh mum, isn't she? Um, mm-hmm. She did really well, and then unfortunately, Dan got sent home, which I thought was really unfair. I thought the yeah. younger bloke should have got what, what was he called? The younger fella should have got sent home. He shouldn't even be in it. He, he was is terrible. Um, he was really bad. He, like. He, he he knows it himself as well. Like he's in there. I, I don't know why he's in there, but he. Um, I mean, he, um, he seems like a canny enough person. But oh yeah, like he seems lovely. It's Jamie. That's his name. Um, he's only twenty. Um, oh, there was a there was a news article or a, a meme um, about. So do you know how they went over to Jamie and they were like, "How old are you?" And he was like, "Ah, oh, 20. And then they were like, "Oh, do you does your mum know you're here?" <laughs> Well, Paul Hollywood's girlfriend was only like 22, 23 when they met. Yeah. So there was a meme saying, well, it's not a problem when it was your girlfriend, was it? <laughs> so subject. I know, they've just broken up. <laughs> um, bless him, he had a really horrible time and I just felt, as much as he is canny, I just felt he did the worst out of everyone and I don't know whether they're expecting him to get better or or what and that's why they're giving him a a chance but I felt like he had so many more problems like for his angel slice he only put up two sponges and they were both crap yeah no he's he's he wasn't great in any of them that he did and I think it's really unfair that he's still in given his ability Dan was so much better than him. Well, Dan like, had two bad... I think he did crap on the signature and he did crap on the technical. But then on the um, showstopper, I thought he redeemed himself. 
Well, he didn't. He Dan got a lower position in the technical, I think. Did he? Uh, no, sorry, Jamie, the young yeah. one. Dan was about eighth or ninth, and I think Jamie was quite quite low. Oh yeah. Well, he only delivered two sponges, so I think he was pretty much the bottom. So he had a raw kick on the first challenge. Mm-hmm. He had a lower position on the second. And he sh- no, it's unfair. You shouldn't. Dan should still be in. I did really like Dan, but. That's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah, so I believe it is biscuits next week. Yes, we'll be going back and having a look at biscuits just to give you a little update. We are a little bit behind. Well, we've seen them all, but by the time these podcasts go out, it's perfect for people who are just catching up. And it gives us something to talk about because we do like the biscuits, we do like the cooks, we do like the big off, and we do like each other. Oh, that's nice. You never say that. Are you shitting me? (laughs) So have you got anything else you'd like to add to that? No, just make sure that you watch it. I said it was on Thursday last time and it's not. It's on Tuesdays. Tuesdays at 8. Honestly, giving people the wrong information. And. 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 We have had an email from Phyllis. No. No. Let's not. Oh, let's. No. So, yes. Um. Watch it, it is good, I would highly recommend it. Um, and yes, also, if you remember in the last episode, we touched on Santa Claus vs. Uh, no. Conquers the Martians. Make sure you've watched that as well, because that is some classic entertainment. It will have Save you it for Christmas sitting Eve. on the edge of your seat. Save it for Christmas Eve. Gripping stuff. Special. It's, uh, don't watch it in front of your kids. Why not? They'll love Just it. because it's creepy. No, it's not. Yeah, the, what? Were you in the same sitting room as... Sorry, living room as me? No, clearly. Santa just kept uh, laughing at awkward points, but I he wasn't know, creepy. Cre- that's literally the polar opposite of what you said in the last episode. Uh, it was a bit weird, but I wouldn't say it was creepy. Like, it's not, well, well it's which not gonna, is it? Like, are you lying now or are you lying then? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Make your mind up, will you, Morium? Honestly. So with this being the 10th episode, we thought that we would do an extra round of trivia. Yes. Are you excited? Pumped. Are you really? You just basically want to get more points. Well, not really. Well, yes, obviously, but no. It's because it's the 10th episode. It was a quite a short trivia section, so I thought, hell with it. Let's try and get some more points. So you're ready? Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Kirsty versus Dylan. And that's why we never use that one, because it goes on for six <laughs> hours. <laughs> so anyway, would you like to spiel that... Spiel, spiel, oh my God. Would you like to spin the wheel of what? It's spinning, 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 so the rules to this game, similar to Let's Get Quizzical, if you followed in the previous times. So... This is basically quick 
fire questions. It's one category, and the category is all about British journalism, media, TV, general knowledge, anything Britain, anything British. Could be Eurovision, could be TV, could be anything. So, basically, um, we each ask 20 questions in total. And you must answer the questions in a reasonable time. There is no official time limit. However, this is down to the quiz master's discretion. But you're not allowed to be a dick, Dylan. No, like you continuously are. Mm -hmm. So if you answer correctly, you will get one point. We will continue to ask questions until we've run out of questions. You can use one point to buy a skip, but obviously that's that question done and you can't get points from anywhere else. So... It's basically just a general standard bog standard quiz with 20 questions, one point per quest one point per correctly answered question. So, Corsi, if you get the answer correct, you will hear this noise. If you get it wrong, you'll hear this noise. Wah, wah, wah. Not the wah, wah, wah from Kirsty, this noise. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Right, so some of these will be true or false, some of them will be multiple choice, some of them will be, you've just got to give us an answer. Okay? Okay. So, question number one, is it... <laughs> question number one, is is a true or false question? <laughs> true or false, Steph and Bob were the well-known posh couple from Channel 4's Gogglebox. False, it was Steph and Dom. That is correct. One, that was a bit of bonus one, knowledge. <laughs> one point. What type of beer is Burton on Trent in England famous for? Like, did it really need to put England? We know this is a British quiz. Uh, a Porter, B Lager, C Ale. Lager. Correct answer was C Wheel. Uh, ale. <laughs> fucking Wheel. It's a Wheel. <laughs> So, question number three. The members of Cabinet are taken from what two groups in the United Kingdom? A. New Labour and Conservative Party. B. House of Commons and House of Lords. C. Churches of England and Scotland. B. Yep, Houses of Commons and Houses of Lords. Who won a British Academy Television Award for Best Actor in 2012? A. Benedict Cumberbatch B. Dominic West C. Joseph Gilgan A. It was unfortunately Dominic West Benedict Cumberbatch did not win that unfortunately I don't know who Dominic West is Neither do I True or false question On the 6th of June 2008 Wales made history and became the world's first ever first uh, fair trade nation True or false True Yep that is correct where did Chelsea win their first European Cup Winners' Cup? A. London, B. Zurich, C. Athens. B. B. Zurich is incorrect. It was C. Athens. So you were kind of up the right tree, sort of. So what was the earliest Beatles' song in which Paul McCartney played lead guitar? A. I Wanna Hold Your Hand. B. Ticket to Ride. C. Paul Plays Bass, Never Lead Guitar. Yeah, C. It was B, Ticket to Ride. Little I would have of, said A anyway, so... <laughs> little bit of bonus knowledge for you. Towards the end of the Beatles, McCartney Lennon didn't like to share studio space and played separately frequently. 
So true or false, Guy Fawkes was a conspirator in the gunpowder plot of 1605, which was an attempt to blow up the Houses of Parliament. True. Correct. That shouldn't even be a question. That's like a kindergarten I thought it was... Not... Kindergarten. Kindergarten. <laughs> we don't have... You know what's a British... I, I, I am American. But uh, I thought it was going to be a trick question, like the year was going to be wrong. Yeah, it could, could have been. So, true or false again, the 1964 James Bond film Goldfinger was the first film in history to feature a laser beam. I've never seen James Bond. <laughs> false. It was true... A tower named for what animal was the home of a zoo from the 1200s through to 1835 inside the Tower of London? A zebra, B lion, C elephant. Zebra. (laughs) It was B lion. (laughs) So true or false again, 31 films were produced for the Carry On series between 1958 to 1992. True, there's been shitloads. (laughs) That is correct. In what English theatre were Shakespeare's plays first performed? Globe. A, Globe Theatre, B, Round Robin Theatre, C, Rosebud Theatre. A! All right, calm down. That is correct. Bonus knowledge. Shakespeare's Globe in London is a reconstruction of the Mm -hmm. open-air playhouse designed in 1599. Burnt down because of the thatch roof. That's great. Bonus knowledge? Uh, In the hit... TV comedy, The Royal Family, Denise's younger brother was called what? A. David, B. Jim, C. Anthony. (laughs) That was none of what I was thinking. (laughs) Uh, David? That is incorrect. It was C. Anthony. What Bob Dylan song does Adele cover on her album 19? A. Make You Feel My Love. B. It's Getting Dark. See Mr. Tambourine Man. I don't even know. Like, obviously, she sings Make You Feel My Love, but I don't think that's Bob Dylan, is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's your question. But I know Mr. Tambourine Man was, so Mr. Tambourine Man? It was Make You Feel My Love. Is it actually his song? Yeah. Wow. So, bonus knowledge, Bob Dylan's Make You Feel My Love appeared on his 1997 album Time Out of Mind. But yes, it Didn't was. know that. I'm going to have to look that up now. So you have six questions remaining. So true or false, Welshman Jamie Lewis was the winner of the PDC World Darts Championship in 2018. False. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> <That was> correct. <laughs> Bonus knowledge, Englishman Rob Cross was the winner of the PDC World Dart Championship in 2018. Love a bit of darts. What, <laughs> what Brit Award did the cause win in 1999? A, Best Album, B, Best International Band, C, Best New Artist. Would there be classes international band when they're from Ireland? No, were they from Ireland? Were they the cause? They were, weren't they? <laughs> what was the answers again? <laughs> A, Best Album, B, Best International Band, C, Best New Artist. C. It was Best International Are you actually shitting us? I thought they were from <laughs> Ireland, or they're not? Bonus knowledge, the cause album Talk on Corners featured such hits as Runway and So Young. I've got no idea where they're from. I don't think it's Ireland. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. I thought they were. I thought they were family band from Ireland. Maybe I'm getting them mixed up with something else. So you have four questions remaining. So mm. in which London borough is Abbey Road located? Greenwich, Lewisham, Westminster. A. No so idea. Actually, Westminster. We're from up north. Like Bo- bonus knowledge: Big Ben and Parliament are also located in Westminster, which has been the seat of English government for almost a thousand years. 
What defender won England Player of the Year in 2010? A. Ashley Cole, B. Michael Dawson, C. Mika Richards. C. Nope, it was Ashley Cole. <laughs> You're actually joking. I literally thought it wouldn't be him. Like, I just wanted to pick another answer. He would be the last person I would pick as well, to be honest. So, penultimate question. What policeman rents the flat below the main characters of The Invisibles? A. Naka. B. Davis Dean. C. Carl. No For idea what, what this is. A. The, the Invisibles. A. Naka. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Bonus knowledge. The first episode of The Invisibles aired on May the 1st, 2008. It's like recent-ish as well. Never heard of it. No. Final question. Who was the first character to die on the TV show EastEnders? A. Reg Cox, B. Andy O'Brien, C. Ali Hassan. Right. Context. It's been going for about a million years and you want me to know. (laughs) Who died first? What's the names again? A. Reg Cox, B. Andy O'Brien, C. Ali Hassan. A. Reg Cox. Yep, bonus knowledge. Regs. (laughs) Regs. Reg Cox died in the very first episode of EastEnders. That's a bit brutal. Long live Reggie. <laughs> so what was your final score? Nine. Not bad. That's almost half questions. I'm really nervous about these because they were really difficult, to be honest. But I'm pumped. Right, so question one. The Great Fire of London broke out on Pudding Lane in September of what year? 1888. 1666 or 1999? <laughs> 1666. Yes. Gordon Brown was the youngest fresher since 1945 at what university? William and Mary College, Edinburgh University, Cambridge University. Oh, this is a tricky one because he's Scottish. So. My first instinct would be Edinburgh, but he was also well-educated, so Cambridge is also something that I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, Cambridge. Was it Edinburgh? It was. Gordon Brown attended Kirkcaldy High School, where he started at the age of 10. You meant to say bonus knowledge? Oh, bonus knowledge. Bonus knowledge! (laughs) True or false, Aston Villa, Chelsea, Nottingham Forest, Liverpool and Manchester United have all won the European Cup at least once. It's Nottingham Forest that's thrown as true. Correct. Who was paired with Mark Ranson by The Guardian in 2000 as music's mouthiest couple? A... Lily Allen, B. Niles Bartley, C. Madonna. Lily Allen. Yes. Yeah, so bonus knowledge, Mix Mag named Mark Ranson's version its album of the month in May 2007. Oasis's single, Half the World Away, appeared on which TV show? A. Gavin and Stacey, B. Mrs. Merton, C. Royal Family. Royal Family? Correct. Yes. True or false, Ian Fleming wrote the James Bond novels on a gold-plated royal typewriter. OMG. True. Correct. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, which Beatle made Elton John the godfather of his son? A. Paul McCartney. B. John Lennon. C. Ringo Starr. Paul McCartney. John Lennon. It was, yes. Arr. So Elton John is godfather of Sean... Ono Lennon, the son of John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Right. Of William Shakespeare's three sons, uh, sorry, three children, what was his son's name? Hamnet, 
William or Arthur? I'm going to go with Arthur, but I think it's William. No, it's Hamnet. (laughs) Wouldn't have chose that ever. Bonus knowledge. William Shakespeare is said to have named the character in Hamlet after his own son, Hamnet. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Hamnet. Hamlet. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Uh, True or false, TV comedy Absolutely Fabulous began in 1995. Oh, true. False, it began in 1992. Uh, Which of the following was not a former alter ego of David Bowie? A, Velvet Fog. B, Thin White Duke. C, Major Tom. The first one, Velvet... Correct, Velvet Fog. Um, So, bonus knowledge, jazz singer Mel Thorm, sorry, Tom, uh, sometimes referred to as Velvet Fog, was known for smooth tone and delivery. Oh. Okay, what year were Queen Elizabeth II and Prince Philip married? A, 1947, B, 1940, or C, 1933? Well, they're old. Correct. 1940. Incorrect. It was 1947. Bonus knowledge. They were married on the 20th of November, 1947. Oh, I wouldn't have slept without knowing that. Well, now you can rest (laughs) easy. Uh, What feature was added to London City Hall in 2007 to make the building more energy efficient? A. Recycling bins. (laughs) C. Solar panels. Or C. Air conditioning. Solar panels. Correct. Like, really? London City Hall, completed in 2002, leans back towards the south, providing natural shading from most of the intense direct sunlight. Oh, bonus knowledge. Where is Broom Park located? A. Eli? Ellie? E-L-Y? How would you pronounce that? Eli. Uh, B. Barnum. C. Gloucester. What was the name of the place? What park? Broom. With an E on the end. Broom. Gloucester. Is it that E line? No, it was Barnum. No idea where that Bar- is. Barham. Barham. True or false, Nottingham was originally called Snot... What? Snottingham. False. I'm going to cover the answer. Snottingham. Snotting... How the bloody hell? Anyway, uh, it was in honour of the unfortunate... Unfortunately, monkered Saxon of Saxon chief, the name of Snot. Oh, we'll say true. Snot and Gunham. <laughs> that is very <laughs> correct. Oh, so they've obviously just. Oh, so I'm guessing it's Snottingham, basically, and they've took the S off. <laughs> Snottingham. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's no bonus knowledge. Uh, which of these can summon and dismiss the Parliament of the United Kingdom and ministers? A, the Prime Minister. B, the monarch. C, the commander of the army. The monarch. The queenie. Whoop, whoop. Uh, so the monarch is considered the commander-in-chief of all the armed forces in England. I feel like you've had loads of questions. So I'm just double-checking. Just because I'm on par with your score now. No, I've got one more card extra than what I should. Oh, okay. Uh, True or false, James Corden starred in a TV series called Fat Friends. False. Really? True. 
Never heard of it. No, neither have I. True or false, Wimbledon is the oldest tenon tournament in the world and is widely regarded as the most prestigious... Tenon. Tennis. <laughs> True. Correct. Uh, what Beatles insider wrote the Beatles biography, The Love You Make? A. Alan Williams. B. Peter Brown. C. Magic Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Brown. Really, that was such a Correct. stab in the dark. Peter Brown was an, a, an important business manager and Epstein's close friend. Oh. That's it. That's all your questions. You are Ooh. done. You got 11 points. Oh, so I'm only four behind now. Am I? Five behind. I'm doing the maths. <laughs> Quick maths. So that's nine. And then you add the one, which is five. And then you... Oh, no. Yeah. And then the one. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. No? No one's... Yeah. So six points. Yeah. So I'm six points behind now. I am... I'm gaining some ground, considering I did terribly in searching McSearch face. Yes! So... Sorry, carry on. So the scores are <laughs> 165 to me, 159 to Dylan. Oh, six behind. Dylan's special time. Second time's a charm. So today in special time. <laughs> it's another funny news story because I do like to share those and it's food product related again. So you never know, there could be another hour long to be. It's not fucking weight rose related. <laughs> so headline, huge headline. Ketchup thief has massive change of heart after karma deals several disasters. Oh, no. So the anonymous thief swiped two bottles from a casual diner and couldn't live with their guilt. It's not often a story involving petty theft ends happily, but after a sequence of unfortunate events, one thief felt so guilty that they went and atoned for their sins. Mm. The nature of the crime was swiping some ketchup bottles from a casual dining restaurant in New Jersey. While it's arguably not up there with Grand Theft Auto, it's still stealing and still putting someone out of pocket. In this case, owner Maria DeLeo. Sorry, Maria DeLeo. Jesus Christ. Maria, Maria was recently closing up her restaurant for the day when she discovered a note outside the door, as well as two bottles of tomato sauce and receipts. She posted the note to Facebook, which read, Dear Lacey Perkins, A few weeks ago I had taken one of your ketchup bottles off the table because for some odd reason I thought it'd be risky. I am as square as they come, and this is the worst thing I've done, the anonymous thief laments. Well, a few hours after I did it, someone crashed into my car, and since then my karma luck and life have been shit. I hope returning two new bottles will restore some luck for me, and I can stop carrying around this guilt. While none of the restaurant employees noticed the missing bottles, restaurant manager Maria was nonetheless touched by the gesture, and she even added that that she would definitely consider hiring the culprit. She added, if you do something like that, you're not an awful person, you're an honest person. Who the fuck's this Maria like? And why would you hire a thief? Just because he returned that he bought some... What? Because, at the end of the day, he could have walked away and not said anything and no one would know. But, obviously, guilt got to him and he's actually an honest person. I couldn't nick anything from a restaurant. Well, 
I know a certain somebody who liked to steal glasses from certain establishments and... Do, do I know this person? Oh, you know this person. Yes. <laughs> yes. And she probably still does it. <laughs> well, our whole family does it, so... I don't think we're talking about the same people, same person, but never mind. Um, but yes, the, uh, she, she, I, I know somebody, but no, if somebody nicks something from me, then it's too much of, like, uh, yes, I'm all for second chances and that, but no, it, you have something like that. There's a massive difference as well between stealing from like a small business, like what, probably what she owns, to nicking something from like like your friend does from like a Weatherspoons or something like that, like a big pub. Like yeah. if it's a corner shop or a corner local place that's only ran by like a family, then that has a massive impact on them. Whereas a lot of big chains, they set aside money for losses and thefts and, and stuff because they know it's a part of their day-to-day running. Oh, yeah. But I... If somebody steals something from me, unless they need it for genuine reasons, like unless they are homeless or they, they're starving or whatever, then I understand. But somebody stealing something just because they can and it makes them feel good, no. you don't No, get, that's true. You yeah. don't get a second chance, in my opinion. Um, but yes, weird, odd news stories, I do like them. So if you do have any, feel free to share them my way. That'd be really nice. I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have anything to add? Would you hire the ketchup thief? I don't think I would hire them. I don't think I would go that far, but I would definitely forgive them. I think Oh yeah, well, hi- would... hire them is a, is a bit extreme. But I suppose if you show them that kind of kindness, you know, karma and all that, obviously they had a bad bout of karma. That's why they came forward. Um, and moving forward, if you've, if you've hired them and, and sort of extended that trust, potentially they would reform and be really honest and caring and have you back kind of thing yeah if it was me this might sound really harsh over a bottle of ketchup but i would i wouldn't let them back in it's not what it is like you said if if someone needed it for a genuine reason so say they went in and they stole some money or they stole some actual like food like bread milk something like that then fair enough like they'll be taking it home for someone else but when like you get like um like the shoplifters that go around and yeah. nick in like the most expensive stuff or go around nicking clothes to order that kind of stuff then they're not doing it for need they're doing it for want they'll be selling it on for drugs or something else whereas if they actually needed something like bread milk food like the most stolen thing out of a shop out of a supermarket is cheese yeah, well, I told you that. My heart. I already knew that. And razor blades. Um, but yeah, no, I completely agree. I wouldn't... Uh, well, that's, I said it originally. Like, if he needed it, it would be a completely different story. But stealing something just because it, it made him feel like a badass. No, goodbye. See you later. You've lost your opportunity. You've lost your chance. It's a stupid thing to do. You also don't know what they're going through in life, though. No, I don't, but... You know the you know the difference between right and wrong. It's wrong what he's done, regardless of how small the item is. Theft is theft. Theft is treated differently if the means behind the theft is genuine. Like, 
Yeah. Most people, if a homeless man came and stole some food, most people would say, you know what, you should have just asked for it and I would have given you it. Yeah. But he didn't need that bottle of ketchup. That was something that he wanted to prove to himself that he was a badass. Well, and also he thought that it wouldn't have a consequence. Yeah. And obviously karma taught him that it does and that's why he apologised. So, yes, he did it and it was a bad thing. And I'm not saying that he should have got hired for it, but it's taught him that everything that you do has a consequence, even if you don't think it's direct. Well... If that didn't happen, he wouldn't have said anything. He wouldn't have battered an eyelid. He would have continued with life. and so Potentially, but it shows that what goes around comes around. Oh, yes, it does. But, yes, moral of that story is I wouldn't hire him and I would probably ban him from my restaurant as well. So, yes. You're just, you're just brutal, though. <laughs> A little bit. Well, no, that's just oh, my man. opinion. All right. right. Okay, we're done. Jesus. Inspiration Collation. So it's a part of the show where we try and gather together some positive energy to help you move on with your day. How cheesy is that, please? <laughs> well, to be fair, this part of the show is a bit cheesy. Well, I know it's, nice. it's cheesy, it's nice, but it's, it's you know, just a, a nice... So this is Inspiration Collation and kind of leaving off from where we... We put it down from before um, with what goes around comes around. Dylan's going to give you an inspiring quote. Yes, so this was famously said by Winston Churchill. The pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity. The optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. I do like that. Yes, it's very nice. Winston Churchill was a very wise man. He was, yes. And that quite nicely ties in with the British quiz. Yes, it does. Winstow. 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 So, yes, that was wonderful. <laughs> and um, we know that I have more British knowledge than Kersey does. So that's always something. It's because you've had a year and a half on me. That's why. Wow. Because you're older than us, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm quite... It's not about the age. Okay. No problem. And also, I want to live in Pudding Lane. I know. Yeah. Oh, I actually, sort of, you probably don't care, but I spoke to someone today who um, lived on, um, oh, what's it called? The the the, the um, really shitty square on Monopoly. The very first one, the brown one. Old Kent Road. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> So, yes, that's a bit of useless. Take that with you, wherever you may be. Well, I was buzzing. I was going to say something, <laughs> but I left it. And that, yeah. So, just as a quick reminder before we go, it's the last chance you have to get in on the what's that noise thing. So. Here it is again. <laughs> yes, and one more time for you. And just to serve as another reminder, so just in case you forgot, the current Kirsty versus Dylan scores are... 165 to Kirsty and 159 to Dylan. That's all changed this show, so hopefully it changes back no. to me next time. Nope. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Hope yeah. you've enjoyed this 10th anniversary no. edition. <laughs> 10th edition episode, episode of... The Game of Two Halves edition anniversary episode. Oh my god. 
<laughs> is that what you're going to call it? Yes. So um, <laughs> if you have any feedback, good or bad, please feel free to leave it with us. That'd Come interact nice. with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, yes. all that good stuff. We've got an email address and a website. Feel free to catch us or hit us up on there. Yes, so we shall see you in the next episode where we'll be discussing the biscuit week on Bake Off. Yes, make sure that you watch. And other bits and bobs, including the trivia, what game will we play? We'll never know. We'll find out in the we next We have to one. spin the wheel. Yes, we have to spin the wheel of war. So with that, I bid you a farewell. Good day. And you? Bon. <laughs> eh? Bon. Bon. <laughs> Au revoir. <laughs> It means the world to us that you've taken the time to listen to our show. If you want more, please subscribe on iTunes. If you have a few spare seconds to leave us a review, you will be forever in our hearts. Log on to GameOf2.com for more of what you came here for.